the other day I was at work and you know how the executive team sits in an entirely different building than I sit in and they're like on their own floor and it was I never like to really go up there I don't feel like I fit in up there I but my boss sits up there so I have to go up there and like you walk the halls and you don't hear any laughter it's very stoic up there <laughs> and um and Everyone's in their own offices. Like, no one's mingling about. Because it's just, there's only 11 of them, and they have assistants, but they're all, like, in their own space. So you walk these, like, halls, you could drop a penny, and it would, like, reverberate for days, because nobody's <laughs> there. And I... Everything is echoes. I went to a meeting with this new hire, um, and I was talking with her and talking about compliance, blah, blah, blah. And... As I stood up to leave and I was going to go walk and say hello to my boss, I was joking with this person and I was laughing and whatever. And when I got to my boss's office, she said, oh, yeah, I heard your laugh. I knew you were here. And it made me feel very embarrassed about my laugh. And I've thought about it because then I go to the hairdresser today and this woman is getting her hair cut by my hairdresser. And whenever they're even a minute over over the time that I'm supposed to be there, my appointments start to, to, to begin. It's supposed to begin. I hate the customer that's sitting there. I think you're delaying this. You're making me wait because you're just chatty, chatty, chatty with but what my if she started late? It's possible. It's very possible. So anyway, this woman is talking to my hairdresser, and she's laughing, and she's the most obnoxious laugh. But you can tell she's leaning into it, like it's part of her identity. And so I have two choices. One, I try to change my obnoxious laugh because it's annoying to most people. Why do you think you have an obnoxious laugh? I, I think know, you have a perfect laugh. I saying that made me a perfect laugh. I do, yeah. In what way is it perfect? It's too loud. I'm too loud with my laughing. It's like I want to share the joke with everybody, so I overly like, well, yeah. enunciate it's my just, laugh. It's I don't terrible. Think, I don't think you do. I think everyone is louder than their normal speech when they laugh. Hmm. All right. Well, so that my other option is either I try to change my laugh or I just embrace it. And I have the annoying laugh. Like this woman, it was part of her identity. And her friends probably say, oh my God, can you believe Carol's laugh? And maybe I could just do that. I'm still not saying it's an annoying laugh. Okay. Well, I'll have to, I'll have to ask other people. I'm sure I can ask Bill and Aaron and they'll be honest about it. They could be like, correct. We don't ever want you to laugh again. And so they just tell me sad stories all the time. Gary, for what? I have to sing an intro and know that that's going to be the music in the background? So am I just recording you? Yeah, go ahead. Two of us talking lots. What about not much? Two of us talking lots. What about not much? Fully functional parents. Today, before I picked up the kids, I went to the co-op. And as I was parking, cookies. <laughs> Why did you point to the cookies? I wanted you to get the cookies. So I need to talk to you and get the cookies. I know, get the cookies. It's really just I had to lean right, over. Right, you lean over. <laughs> and we were equidistant to it. No, you're way closer. Um, it's like a right angle, tri- a right triangle. It's like a rhombus. So 
as I'm going in, I'm looking at the sky and it's getting kind of windy and breezy. And I'm like, oh, it might come down soon. And then as I'm in the checkout line, it starts to pour. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was like, whatever. My car, I know where my car is parked. I'm really close to the entrance. And as I get my stuff to bring to the car, I glance to my right. And the next person in line is this guy, Jeremy White, who is on the morning sports talk show. Okay. So I feel like I know him intimately, right? Because you hear these people. Intimately. Yes. Okay. He's revealed a lot about his family. It's like you know stuff about them. Okay. I'm still not going to call that intimate. Because everybody knows those. Like, I mean, this person's actually broadcasting it on radio. He doesn't have a relationship with all those people. They maybe may I'm, think maybe I'm saying I know a lot of his... I know a lot about him, though. Okay. All right. His name is Jerry White? Jeremy. Jeremy. Okay. So I kind of look at him, and he glances at me. Not he that he thinks, knows me, but right. he's like, does, does he recognize uh-huh. me? And I look at him, and I, I give him a nod. <laughs> oh, no. And I walk out. <laughs> so I'm walking out, and it is pouring. And in the matter of time that I popped the trunk, threw the stuff in the trunk, closed it, went in, I was very wet. Mm-hmm. And I was like... I know where Jeremy lives because he's talked about the street that he lives on. Mm. So he lives close. He lives almost close enough to be walking distance. From the co-op? Yes. Okay. And I was thinking, well, what if he had to, what if he walked here and now it's absolutely pouring? Maybe I should give him a lift. Oh my God. This is like weirdly stalkerish, but okay. Oh my God. It is so weirdly stalkerish, but don't worry. It gets worse. So I time it that I back out my car and I'm coming out of the parking lot as he's under the awning. The awning. And I'm thinking I will go up to him and I'll say, this is weird, but you're on a lift, you know. So I pull alongside him and I start to roll down my window as it's obvious that he has a car there and he decides that he's going to run out then. And he kind of looked at me because I was kind of in the way. Like, my car's in the way. So I looked at him. I gave him a thumbs up. <laughs> and then I drove away. I don't... I was, it was sort of like, oh, okay, you're good. You don't need my, me as a lift. But I never even asked him. I never invited him. You're so infatuated with this person that you had, you were you were unable to speak and you nodded at him. <laughs> and then when when you almost pick him up and kidnap him, because that's really <laughs> what he would have been thinking. Like, why is this man kidnapping me? Um, so so those were your your two reactions a thumbs up a creepy thumbs up and a knob it's gonna be awkward when i talk to him about how intimately i know him crazy that's a crazy story (laughs) it rained really hard today oh god that brings up something i feel so guilty about and i've been harboring it all night are you ready Today was garbage day, as you know. And here in the city of Buffalo, we have giant blue and green totes. They're giant. I mean, 
why a family produces this much garbage in their house on a weekly basis is stunning to me. I mean, when we were kids, we didn't produce that much garbage. People are just so much garbageier now. We probably only have two garbage bags full of stuff, and then it's other crap. I know, crap. I know, I know. And I guess everybody has that, but think about landfills, man. They're so chock-a-block full yeah. of shit if we're throwing out a giant tote of garbage every week. So, and the lids of those garbage cans are pretty heavy, so high wind doesn't necessarily open them. But I was walking the dog tonight, and I went around the block, and most people had pulled in their cans because the garbage man came and went. And, um, but over on Voorhees, there's a house that the garbage can and the recycling tote, they're both both still out on the street. And the garbage can's top was, like, wide open and blown open. So Cooper poops, ginormous poop. I don't know what the fuck. I mean, we've got something. He's insane. But, and then I've got the, the bag of poop, and I'm continuing to walk him. And I see this open garbage can. And I'm like, oh, awesome. I Like, I don't even have to touch it. I can just throw the bag in. And I throw the bag from a distance. I couldn't even believe I made it. And I heard it go, poop. So what had happened was the garbage can was full of rainwater. Like, so, like, probably halfway up. So Not halfway up, but... I th- it was a lot. It was so It didn't loud. come down as two feet of water. It was crazy. It was crazy loud how it reverberated. Okay, sure. So, because the garbage can tote, had the lid had blown open. Then it poured like hell when you were creeping out that guy, Jeremy. Um, and so I didn't know, though. So from a distance, I didn't know it was filled with water. So I heard the bag hit the water. And I just kept walking. It's in the garbage can, though. I know, but these poor people, they're going to have to drain their garbage can. Oh, they're probably not going to. They're just going to leave it in there. David, I'm saying it was half a garbage can of water. It can't be half a garbage can full of water. Even if it's... That would be a biblical proportion of rain. Even if it's a foot of water. Imagine, like, draining that out of the garbage can. And I made their lives so much worse. I felt so bad. I think it probably echoed, and it was literally two inches. I bet it's actually still out there. I can go look. Go take a look. Go report back. Should I? No. Oh, okay. Should I? I mean, I can. I'm dressed. No, thank you. No, thank you. Oh, hey, guys. Thanks for listening to Fully Functional Parents. If you just can't get enough of us and want to let us know, feel free to drop us an email at fullyfunctionalparents at gmail.com. Can't wait to hear from you.